you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Welcome to Hello Somebody, a production of the Black Effect Network on iHeartRadio. Before we begin, I want to give a big thank you to my team, the team that makes this show happen every week. Thank you, Grace and Cole for graphics, Pepper Chambers, the hot one for writing, Angelo Greco and Anna Mesa for social media, Tiffany Hale for everything, Erica Eklund for Patreon support and production by the folks at Large Media. That's L-A-R-J Media. Also, I want to tell you about the special Hello Somebody family over on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com forward slash hello somebody, you can become a member and join us over there for special video content, ask me anything experiences, and all kinds of surprises. All the proceeds go to making this production happen every week, and we would love your support. So come on and join and become a patron. Patreon family member. On this episode of Hello Somebody, I am excited to talk with Mr. Freddie Figures. Freddie founded the only black-owned telecommunications company in America. Figures Communications manufactures smartphones, earbuds, and even televisions, baby. He's an inventor, an entrepreneur, engineer, and philanthropist. Freddie started his journey in the world of entrepreneurship at a young age when he got his first patent at age 24. 
we started talking about the genesis of his journey. You are an inventor, a creator, you have several patents, and are really a self-taught tech wizard. Underscore, underline, bold, exclamation point, wizard. Tell me a little bit about yourself and, and what motivates you to try to solve problems because you you very much are a problem solver. That's what you yes. do. Yes. Oh, gosh, it goes back to my, my childhood. You know, I've always had a passion for technology and I've always had a passion for challenges. Um, a lot of people think that, you know, I get paid to build things. I get paid to figure things out. So I like to really go into an organization and figure out, okay, this is your problem and this is the solution that we can provide and, you know, make it make it very cost efficient for the client. I've built um, applications from the aviation sector, banking, even in healthcare. So the, now describe the first time you got a patent on something. One of your creations received a patent and what was it and how did you feel about it? My very first invention is actually um, something that's near and dear to me. My very first invention comes back to my father. When I was 17 years old, my father started developing dementia, Alzheimer's. And some days, you know, in his cognitive state, he couldn't walk from the living room to the bathroom without falling. But when he was sundowning, he could open the door and walk 10 miles. So that became very dangerous uh, for him and uh, very stressful uh, for us. Some days he would even forget to put on his shirt or his pants, but he never forgot to put on his shoes. So what I did was I built a circuit board and put inside the sole of his shoe with a 90 megahertz speaker and a WAN card and a microphone. With the WAN card, I had data connectivity to a shoe. With the speaker, I'm able to come in as a loud, you know, hey, dad, where are you? The microphone, he's able to talk. You know, only thing he had to do is just lean down and talk into a shoe. And he would say something and then, you know, it would go directly to my phone. You know, at that time it was TomTom. It wasn't a Google Maps or anything. So um, so I built the APK. Yes. So, and um, I would say, hey, dad, where are you? And he would say, Fred, I don't know. And I would just look at, you know, where he is on my phone, get in my car and drive directly to him. And then I sold that program for $2.2 million. And then four days later, my, my father transitioned. So yeah. um, that was my first big invention. But also at the same time, it was a depressing time of my, my life. But um, I still have that shoot to today. So. And you were 17 when you did that? I was actually turning 16, but uh-huh. I sold the program October. So when I was turning 18 years old. So love motivated your first patent. I mean, I I, want to sum it up that way. Love motivated your first patent and how incredible that is and how many uh, people who are in your father's same situation can be blessed. Oh my God. I'm telling you, I'm trying not to cry. You're making me like tear up a little bit and get sentimental. When did you know you were a genius? That's what I want to know. I remind <laughs> at, a, know. At, a, at an early age, I had my first full-time job when I was 12 years old. That's not allowed. So, it wasn't. I, I stopped school when I was 14. But I don't tell I don't tell people that uh, because yeah. I wanted to go directly into the private sector. So it goes back to my, my, my childhood and my birth. I was abandoned at birth. Uh, my biological mother threw me away. To this yeah. day, I don't know who she is. I never met her, don't know anything about her. The parents that adopted me were already in foster care. When they got me, 
they didn't want to put me through that system. I had, you know, most of the kids that they had, they had parents, they had family. I had nobody. And instead of being a, a John Doe, my name was Freddie. And my father was 74. My mother was 69. So physically, my dad was not able to really take me outside and play with me. So growing up in the South, I always liked computers. I love Gateway. Seeing those Gateway commercials that's black and white look like a cow. Yes. On the weekends, we used to do something called dumpster diving. We used to go ride around the nice neighborhoods and see, okay, well, they've thrown this out. Dumpster diving, that's the word for it. Mm -hmm. And he took me to Goodwill and bought me a non-working computer for $23. I was eight. I took that computer home and um, opened it up. And I saw like some of the capacitors were burst open and they were leaking. So I, I took parts from his alarm clock, his radio uh, around the house and start cutting on it with a soldering board and replaced those capacitors. And I replaced the power supply and I was able to get that computer to working. Um, At the age then, of eight years old. Mm-hmm. Did you then, know in that moment that there was something and did your parents know? Oh, ab- absolutely. Something special ab- about you? Extra special? Because oh, yes. I believe all children are special, but oh, yeah. you extra special. Like your gift came through at a very young yes. age. Yes, yes, absolutely. And that's when my, my parents, they actually saw like, okay, well, at the age of 11, I, I used to go to this after school program called Children Are Our Future. Yes. And I was in the computer lab while all the other kids were outside playing. I used to get all of the older computers and take them apart and put them back together. And the computer teacher at that time, it was like, well, you're going to be my, you know, the teacher's pet. So you clean up the classroom and repair computers. So the executive director of that program was the mayor of um, the city I'm from, city of Quincy. And when she saw what I was able to do, she was like, you know what? I want to take you up here. You know, I called my, my, my parents and said, okay, can I ride with her to the city hall? And she took me up there and um, she said, hey, you know, here goes some computers if you want to you work on them. I was like, I love it. So age of 12, they give me a, a part-time job. I could literally come in and go, you know, as I please. Yeah. And um, I, I started from there. I was a computer technician at the age of 12. Age of 14, I, I you know, I've mastered computers. I wanted to see how, how does computers intertwine with each other, what the networking, how you're able to share resources and access local resources uh, from granted permissions. So I started working on their network, things that we take for granted today, like picking up the phone, dialing an extension, we built a uh, internet system that connected fire, EMS, police, and sheriff all together. So age of 15, I mastered uh, networking. I wanted to see how does the software and hardware peripheral intertwine with each other? How, how does a basic command work? When people move their mouse to click and go to Internet Explorer, they're thinking that it's so simple, but it's a lot of commands and source files behind that that really makes that at work. So I started writing computer software and that's when I saw right then and there, okay, well, I like what I'm doing and I really want to go into the private sector and start my own business instead of, you know, clocking in and clocking out for someone else. When I looked at the numbers from the finance department, this company came in and wanted to charge 725,000 for this program just to develop it and also um, have a 20% utilization fee per account. So that could have been millions of dollars. Well, it would have been millions of dollars, but I only got paid my salary. So age of 16, I was like, no, I'm gonna start working on my own computers. And that's when my, my parents you know, bought me a little shed behind the house. I was repairing everyone's computer and 
basically my hometown. Some people used to try to pay me in candy because they, they saw me as a child and they didn't respect <laughs> me. So I was like, eh, okay. And that's when, you know, say at 17, my father started developing dementia Alzheimer's and I kind of went, you know, yeah. built that and went into the, the, the real world. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. What, what did you say when some of the adults wanted to pay you in candy? They, you know, they really didn't... Res- respect me <laughs> so they they just they just thought it was a hobby for me so now when you're in that mold where you're in creativity space what phases you know almost like when people write or you're working on a big project there are phases that people go through what are some of those phases that you can kind of share with us that may be applicable to people who are doing other things and what motivates you so when I'm going to build something, even when it comes to like building our cell phones or some of our consumer electronics, I, you know, I, I look at the need, you know, I ask some of you know friends, hey, so how do you like this product? How does it work for you? Do you see any improvements in it that you, you know, what would you think that you would want to see different? And usually I get their feedback and I kind of walk and talk to myself and I think and I analyze something that could be changed and something that could be done differently. And, you know, I usually always put together a observation point. I categorize everything that I want to go over with a product. I put all of that in one big bucket and I just write it out and start building things. And probably on the, the three or four hundred attempt, that's when it finally works. <laughs> so, you know what, what you just said reminds me of a quote by Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players yeah. of all time. He talked about missing shots and it's the number of shots that he missed, but didn't give up that led him to making game winning shots. I mean, it's it's more profound than than how I'm describing it. But to hear you talk reminded me of that quote. And what motivates you? Well, um, what motivates me is just thinking back about my my childhood and um, being given the opportunity by my parents for adopting me and, and taking me in at their own and. Just re- just remembering how they grew up and how they they struggled. And where are your parents my, from? My mother is from a little city outside of South Georgia called Coquit. Uh-huh. And my father is from Quincy, Florida. But 
my parents were much, much older when they, when, when they adopted me. They adopted me at two days old. My parents were going into their 70s, in, in their mid-70s. Yes. So when you think about somebody going into their 70s, they're thinking about grandkids or great-grandkids, not adopting a, a newborn baby. Um, I always just think about how they struggled, how my father went through some very difficult times um, back in the, the late 30s, early 40s, you know, different um, discrimination. And I always just try to, you know, just be innovative and just make them proud and continue to do good and pay it forward to others, you know, giving others opportunities. Um, I was given the ultimate opportunity. So you were their blessing and they were your guardian angels, it seems. Man, that that is absolutely so beautiful. And I'm sure you're still motivated by them to this day. And I can uh, certainly relate. I mean, my mom was, you know, of age to have children, but she died at a very young age. She died at 42 years old, you know. And so I can relate to when you said you you work hard to make them proud and still make them proud to this day. And I feel the same way about my mom that in the spiritual plane, you know, I feel her and every day, maybe not every single day, I'm not perfect, but when I'm working on major things, you know, I, yeah. I think about her and, and how I can use my gifts and my talents to make the world a better place. So in that, Freddie, That's we it. have that in That's common. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. That, that is so it. amazing. You know, I tell myself that every day, um, yeah. every day when I wake up, you know, how can I, how can I inspire someone else? Because the, the best thing any human can do is to inspire. You don't know what some people are going through every day. I can impact somebody's else life and make it better but you know i always tell myself too is before i leave this world you know i want to make the world a better place amen i wish more people felt that way i say the same thing i want to make the world a better place so so glad to have you in it tell me about a time when you hit a wall when you knew you had to take a turn or change direction on something that you were working on i think it would have been one of my biggest challenges well actually two of them was when I was first starting Figures Communication. It took me nearly 390 different meetings to get an FCC approval. Oh, you counted those meetings, 390. Yeah, and it was it was very it was very challenging um, at that time because that is actually when I I sold my my um, product to a technology company that became the precursors of Life Alert um, oh, for remote yes. patient monitoring, and um, that was my father's shoe. So I took the entire proceeds from that um, contract and invested into figures communication after spending, oh gosh, on just licensing and all different kind of things uh, with the FCC. The day I was going to quit was the day I got approved. I had went and exhausted all of my funds. And when I got approved, that was probably one of the biggest obstacles, you know, I had in front of me. Sure. And just that moment, you know, never, I think it was Duke Ellington who said rule number one, never quit. Never, never rule quit. number two, remember rule number one. So, That's it. That's it. Yes. Oh my God. So now you, you created a scholarship program for graduating high school seniors. What is the scholarship program about and who's eligible for it? How, how is the award given out? So we we have a um, pretty open process um, where we help uh, recipients that are in financial uh, distress or at risk. Um, I've always loved to help the at risk male, uh, the ones that say 
hey, they're not going to do this in life or that in life because I was told that every day. The Figures Foundation have given out um, since 2015 over 500 scholarships, and I've got 94 at-risk males in college right now. Uh, some that beautiful wanted just wanted to live to see 18. You hear stories like that all across the country where we have so many young people, particularly in the Black community, yeah. not exclusive, not exclusively, but particularly who just don't even believe that they're going to see the age 25. So yes, yes. Yeah, that, that's a sad existence to be that young and already giving up on life. So you're somebody's lifeline. That's what my, that's what my heart is. Uh, 20% of my gross revenue from Figures Communication and Fig Health goes to support um, my foundation. Not only do we do scholarships, but we have a medical facility in Mandyville, Jamaica. And I also have an all-girls Tell- school. Tell me about that, Freddie. And then we'll come back to the all-girls school. Tell okay. us about so, the- uh, in, in Mandyville, Jamaica, we have an eye center and a free um, walk-in clinic that mm-hmm. we provide health services to, so such as you know mammograms and different uh, acute visits um, in, in Mandyville. And what made you so- pick Man- Mandyville, Jamaica? Was there anything particular about it? Or, yeah, what, what's the story behind that? It goes back to more and moral integrity. Anywhere that Figures Communication does business, I want to tie in and always pay it forward back to the community. When you look at some of these big Fortune 500 companies, they will go to certain countries and they will bleed them for their resources, go back to Europe or go back to the United States. But what have they done for the people that's actually there? Come on. So Figures Communication provides uh, circuit boards for a company that's uh, in um, Jamaica while I was in Jamaica, we had took a tour, went to Mandyville. And when I saw the need for healthcare there, I'm talking about the basic need. Yeah. I was like, it's something that we, we I, I gotta step up and do. And I jumped in right then and there. Well, we got a facility. Uh, we got uh, several providers uh, that's full time and they're um they're providing uh, free healthcare. That is amazing. And you know, when you talk about moral integrity that corporations can Yes. have moral integrity if they want to, you know, cap- well, they, 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 they can have it, but you know, it, just like even with their products, you know, they, they're, they're worried about a return on shareholders and investment and, you know, what are the stocks doing? It, it, more integrity is not really for a publicly traded company. But it should be. I mean, we're yeah. at a turning point in this country where the way that capitalism is acting because government, you know, kind of like in a laissez-faire moment, mm-hmm. it reminds me of the second, it reminds me of the Gilded Age, actually. And, and I believe that we're in the second iteration of the Gilded Age, unfortunately. Right. And that age was horrible for the average person, the poor, the working poor, and the barely middle of class. Yeah. And that's, I mean, moral integrity is vitally important. And it's not just something that individuals need to have. Uh, it could be part of your corporate culture. It's basically what you're saying. Right. You, you chose to operate this way, Freddie. So other companies large and small can choose to operate the same way you do. Exactly. They they definitely can. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque.
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, okay, so the all-girls school? Figure Foundation has an all-girls school in Zambia. Uh, Originally, I went to Zambia to move a satellite transponder over a hospital to provide better bandwidth coverage and data connectivity. I went there, provided uh, internet service, while I was there, and I noticed this guy, m- men there, that was actually counting girls from the ages of 12 to 17, and they was writing down like 300 pounds, 600 pounds, 700 pounds. And I'm looking at it like, okay, well, you know, I asked you know, one of the locals, like, what they're doing? Oh, they're buying girls. I was like, I didn't really understand what he was saying. Sure. So I get back to the hospital, and... I tell, you know, one of the provider, healthcare providers, like what I saw, it was like, yeah, that's bad here. And so I was like, wait, it was actually counting girls like inventory to put them on the, the black market as sex, sex workers. Yeah. So uh, the Figures Foundation immediately jumped in. I took my entire uh, proceeds um, from that hospital, uh, set up a trust and acquired the um, school. They, were, they didn't have the necessary resources to continue. And it made it just a little bit difficult. So earlier this year, we just finished building a 30-foot wall around the entire property. And if it wasn't for us, all of those girls would have been exposed to sex trafficking. You are sent from God, Mr. Figures. You really are. You you live out your 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 values. You live out your truth. And it is. It was one of the most I mean, heartbreaking things I ever saw. So yeah. we immediately jumped in. And nine of the girls... Um, go to college in the United States. So we was able to get them a a visa to come here. That is wonderful. You are changing lives. Those girls will forever be changed and hopefully they will pay it forward in the same way that you did. That's all it's about. Don't pay it. Don't pay it back. Pay it forward. Give someone else an opportunity. Amen to that. What motivated you to look out and see the need when it came to COVID? One very crucial and important need is to keep the vaccine refrigerated at a certain temperature. And you thought to yourself, I got a fix for that. Tell me about yeah. it. 
So it, it goes back to the beginning of COVID-19. I saw COVID coming in October of last year. Right then and there in January, I organized with my team to start ordering uh, N95 masks, face shield, gloves, uh, hand sanitizer, all, all other different personal protective equipment due to the federal government's um, lack of response to it. As of today, we've donated more than 2,600,000 pieces of PPE across the country to first-line um, responders um, and essential workers, Florida, uh, New York, New Jersey, Michigan. They cut down Ohio, went across Washington State, California, Texas, Arizona, then back to Florida. So that is a lot of miles on it. Yes. And and then seeing um, the Pfizer vaccine that needs to have sub-zero temperatures, uh, looking at uh, a lot of these ultra-medical freezers, there's some on the market, but they're not in high demand. Uh, refrigerators use reverse engineering. So the hotter a refrigerator gets, the colder it gets. So I was able to, to successfully build uh, four working prototypes um, that have 12 capacitors uh, in them. Uh, each capacitor can get up sub-zero temperatures that combine in total, um, negative 80 degrees Celsius. The refrigerator um, is using liquefied natural gas and a um, auxiliary tank. So, which means it's going to get really hot. <laughs> um, well, thank you for us mere, mere mortals. You have to break this, break oh, this down. No, sorry. <laughs> so, you have the patent and is, is it ready to be utilized? So, yep, the provisional patent is already being worked on right now. We're just looking to get them into production. That is absolutely amazing. And you just really touched on how you can use your gift and, and use it in such a way that it uh, it fills a gap for a need. And so you're doing your part multiple ways, not only donating PPE uh, to essential workers, but then you got together with your team and said, I got to fix yeah. for that. So you have your own phone network. You invented mm-hmm. a phone? Mm-hmm. We put, yes, the Figures phone. This is the Figures F3. But the F3 is one of the most advanced phones that's on the market. The Figures F3 ha- has a multi-user profile. So I can actually sign out, sign into a guest profile and hand my phone off without worry about anybody from prying eyes or uh, any of my personal content going missing. I built that concept based upon we provide service to one of the largest healthcare facilities in America. And a lot of providers have to walk around with two phones. They walk around with their personal phone and they walk around with their company issue phone. So when I saw that problem and speaking with some providers, they getting their phones mixed up. I was like, I could put this on one. So the figures F3 also have dual SIM card capabilities. So you're able to have your personal profile and your professional profile split. So you have two phone lines on one phone and you are able to share and create up to eight different profiles. So if you want to sign out and sign into a guest profile and hand your phone off to your child to play with it, you don't, you don't have to worry about any of your personal information getting into the wrong hands. And does the telephone number itself stay the same? Yes, yes. Uh, Figures Communications, we're able to port any number, a home phone number or any cell phone number we can move to our network. You can keep your same phone number and cut the bill in half. Shut up. Why, why Why don't more people know about Figures Communications and the Figures phone? Well, you know, it goes back to psychological marketing. People, people, go for the big name brands. And one of the challenges that we've always faced is when we're classified as black owned or black product, people think of our product as an inferior or discount 
or not superior to the other uh, big name products that's on the market. That's how they thought about us uh, generally yes. as yes. people. So yes, it's, it's still and lingering. Yes. Average consumer really doesn't even know the technical specification behind uh, their cell phone. You know, they'll go out and get the, the next number generation saying, oh, I got the newest thing. It's the same board as the last five years. So they just change the number. Shareholders get excited, rally the market, and they sell millions of devices. Yes. Now, what advice would you give to a young person who has great ideas and they want to put an invention out into the world? Work hard. Focus on it. Don't let any of the naysayers tell you you can't do it. Every day of my life growing up, you know, I had people tell me that you're not going to be able to build a phone. You're not going to be able to build a network. You're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to do that. When you have that type of energy that comes around you, immediately get yourself away from it. Always just be focused and, and don't let your circumstances really define who you are. If you want to build something, you can build it. If you want to start a business, you definitely can start one. Don't let people tell you what you can't do. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> That's it. Go, go ahead, philosopher figures. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, you're breaking it down. How do people, does the does the Figures Foundation accept donations or? Yes. Yeah, how, how, how would one donate to the foundation? So the Figures Foundation is a, a, a 501c3 private foundation. You can make donations um, online at figuresfoundation.org. Definitely by visiting the, the website, uh, 100% of all donations goes to the foundation, goes to our programs. So there's no expense. There's no, no administrative cost. Uh, yeah, none, none of none of that. Uh, the corporation pays for all of the expense and pays for the, the payroll. So if you look at the 990 on uh, the watchdog groups, uh, charity uh, navigator or guide star, you'll see 100% goes to support you know our program that we have. Mr. Freddie Figures, you are a miracle, and you also are a blessing. I am delighted. I believe that all of the subscribers of Hello Somebody are going to be blessed by your words of encouragement, your words of uplift, your determination, and the fact that you are not only an extraordinary wizard, you are an extraordinary using your, your gifts, your skills, and your abilities to make this world a better place. And I am so blessed by your story. Yes. And I'm Thank sure you. others will be too. Thank you. Mr. Figures, look, you're not going to get rid of me now. We stuck. We stuck like glue. We stuck like glue. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Somebody is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.